Monica and I'm Amelia and welcome to Small Girls Big Chats, a podcast where we talk all things and more about navigating life in our 20s, understanding more about how our culture has shaped us and everything in between. Grab a coffee or snack and make yourself comfortable. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode. It's actually our last episode today. Yeah, and to end season one off, we thought we would end on a less serious note, I think. We were going to do a a fairly light and fun episode all about like dating, online dating, and just everything along those lines. Be pretty fun, I think. But before we start, Amelia, have you been up to anything new lately? Oh my god, you put me on the spot. No, I can't think of anything. I feel like I've done a lot, but also haven't done much since we last recorded, actually. Yeah. No, I don't feel like I've done much recently. What about you? Um, I feel like I've done a lot because I've been going away over mm-hmm. the last few weeks. Um, mm. Well, last week's episode, I mentioned I was going to climb Mount Feathertop, so I did that, which mm-hmm. was really fun. Um, but my knees and the calves really hurt. I feel like an old granny. <laughs> still? Um, like, not still, but like at the moment that. when I was going down the hill, yeah. I was like, oh, oh God, like, I think I'm peaking. <laughs> <laughs> you, Mon, you forgot to mention your other trip away because you did two trips in a row. Oh, yeah, I did. My bad. Yeah. I so also Mon's went away to Garrow been- Valley's. <laughs> yeah, she's just been away for so long, so that's probably, there's a bit of a gap between our last episode and this episode, but to you guys, there's no gap. It's fine. It's been a busy time for me. Yeah, I went to Yarra Valley last weekend mm-hmm. with my uni friends, which was really nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that's about it. I think I'm going to slow down for the next few weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's not much actually happening for the next few weeks, so it'll be good to have a chill time. All right, so like we mentioned, this week's episodes are all about dating and online dating. Um, we're all more going to be talking about casual dating and stuff versus long-term relationships. So Mon's definitely going to have more, I guess, insights <laughs> and stories into this than I will. Um, but we just thought we would separate it just because the two topics are fairly different. Yeah, I think in a long-term relationship, everything you, well, you do what you like how to maintain it is so different to online dating of course yeah um but yeah in terms of my experience i will try to share definitely is not a reflection <laughs> of every guy out there and every dating app but it's just my own experience yeah we just thought it'd be fun <laughs> to draw on personal experience so let's just start off very broadly i guess um for everyone that's listening that's not from australia or melbourne in particular What's dating like in Australia, broadly speaking? I think it's hard. <laughs> yeah, I think it's hard just because there is a huge hookup culture in Melbourne particularly, and I know Sydney also from mm. what I've heard. But yeah, it's just there's a huge hookup culture, and I think it's definitely driven by online apps like mm-hmm. Tinder particularly because mm. um, it's, it's less organic you're just meeting them online and it's not traditionally where you want to get you get introduced to someone, right? Yeah. And I feel like there's a huge hookup culture also because there's just so many options out there. As in like dating apps wise? No, sorry. I meant like 
guys, like for yeah. guys and girls. There's just so many like you just swipe left and right, right? And yeah, then, it's like, fairly easy. Yeah, it's so easy. And I think people just always keep jumping to the next new thing, right? <laughs> it's like, oh, this is like a shiny toy or, oh, this girl swipe right on me and there's another girl swipe right on me. Let's just hit them all yeah. up at the same time, you know? <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. is good, which is good if you're not in the market for finding a relationship. But I guess with, like, hearing from friends who are single and are looking for something more serious, online dating apps don't really work sometimes because, like Mon said, there is a huge hookup culture. And if you're not really looking for that, it's kind of hard. I agree. Um, like, I think beforehand, I was just going with the flow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, like, whatever happened, happened, and I just didn't care. Mm-hmm. But at the moment, I think I do want something more serious. Mm-hmm. And guys have asked me, what are you after? And I'm like, something serious. They're like, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> you know, they're just going to fuck off. Yeah, like, they're just like, not, oh, oops, got to go. Like, <laughs> like sick. Okay, but bye. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it's fine. Like, I really, like, whatever. Like, you, you know what you're looking for. And I know what I'm looking for. Like, I'm not going to, like, ask mm-hmm. you to continue talking to me. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah. Hmm. So there's nothing wrong with it. Like, yeah, there's yeah. nothing wrong with hookup culture, but yeah, it's just hard when you're looking for a relationship. But you've also been to Europe, so how would you say it compares to European if you did use Tinder over there? I think it's Tinder over there. I think it's just more like mm-hmm. uh, traveling. But what I've heard is yeah. that Tinder is used quite seriously in Europe, which is yeah. so I've heard whack. that as well. Yeah, I just don't know how, but not maybe it's just an Australian thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if anyone is not Australian, let us know. But I feel like it's a huge Australian thing. Like Europeans, yeah. they just—they're happy to do long distance, which like is crazy to me. I used to work with a coworker, and she's Italian, and she came mm. to Australia for work for a year. Her boyfriend is French, and they did long distance for a whole year. And I've heard just so many common stories like that where they just do, like, one guy's from UK, a girl's from, like, I don't know, France. It's just like, mm. how, how, you, how I, are you doing this? <laughs> that is true. But also, I guess in Europe, right, everyone's, like, next to each other in terms of, like, true. countries. So it's quite easy to travel in between Europe because it's, it's so cheap to jump on a plane. I mean, between Melbourne and Sydney, it's not exactly, like, the cheapest thing, right? Unless you drive. Yeah, that's true. I remember talking to this random European girl who texted me to buy a book and we got talking. <laughs> <laughs> but she was saying, <laughs> so random, but she was saying how, yeah, the dating culture in Australia just doesn't make sense to her. And I had to oh, explain. Really? It. Yeah, I had to explain the whole thing. I was like, yeah, Tinder's actually more of a hookup app. <laughs> I mean, there are serious relationships out of it. Of yeah, course. of course. Yeah, but, we've um, heard some stories. But Bumble and Hinge at the moment, I think, are more, uh, quote, serious or better to talk on. Yeah. Yeah. And no, less dick pics, you know? Less DTFs. <laughs> but also, like, explain to me, because I'm not on any dating apps, but Hinge and Bumble, I understand. It's not just swiping, right? It's There's prompts and stuff, and with, like, Bumble, the girl messages first right yeah there are more prompts that you can put on it mm-hmm. and then it kind of creates a conversation oh mm-hmm. it's a good conversation starter right yeah exactly like 
it's always hard to start conversation and then you get those really boring ones like hello and you get a bit more like information on them I guess so Mm -hmm. it's a little screening process yeah that is true yeah well I guess with tinder it's just photos so it doesn't really give you much unless obviously you're quite creative but I'm not a very creative person so I feel like I would really struggle on tinder yeah it's just pictures it's just very um what's the word shallow (laughs) yeah it's very shallow that's it yeah like you just based on what they look like um that's it you have no idea probably how tall they are what the background is so you could be catfish um i follow this page called bad dates of australia bad dates of melbourne Mm -hmm. sorry yeah have you have you seen it Mm -hmm. no i haven't seen this i think you may have linked to me a post before yeah, like, oh, the stories on that are so good because there's so many bad dates. But surprisingly, the best thing is that there's some really bad dates that end with people shitting on the bed <laughs> or, like, dogs shitting on the bed. There's some, some shitting involved or some vomiting involved. And those couples always last long. <laughs> so, you know what? I just you just have to do some shit. Yeah, you just have to do some shitting and vomiting on the first day, and then you know you, and if they stick around, then you know he's the one. Locked in, yes. Well, <laughs> say one mentioned something about height before, right? Um, <laughs> it's a very triggering question to guys, I think. But do you yeah, care sorry. about? Yeah, like because there's a lot of memes nowadays about how like girls only date guys yeah. that are above six foot and stuff, and mm-hmm. I guess I I don't know. What's your opinion on that first? Do you care if the guy is six foot? Because keep in mind, Mon and I are very small, so six foot compared to us is huge. Six foot is, like, my goal. Six foot's 185, you know? Really? I thought it was 180. Oh. No, six foot is 185. Hold on, let me Oh, I don't think I've dated anyone who's, like, six foot. I've dated guys who are, like, just under six foot. Six foot is 182. Yes. So I've dated guys just under that. Yeah, so I guess um, at the end of the day, the height doesn't actually matter. Like, I think it's, it's just become kind of a meme, but I don't think yeah, girls care. I feel kind of bad because it makes short people feel shit. But I think to an extent, okay, this is where I'm coming from with the height. Because we're so small, right? For me, it's a preference, of course. I think I like the height. It gives me this illusion of protectiveness and security. And... I have dated guys who are similar height to me, but I don't think the height was a factor in like me not continuing seeing them. Yeah, of course. Like personality or attraction wasn't there for me. Yeah, of course. Like I think at the end yeah. of the day, it comes down to personality yeah. and for sure, like quality. I don't know, just like whatever your preference are. I don't think it comes down to height. Like because if you get along with someone, but they don't happen to be six foot it's not like you would break up with them just because then don't meet your height requirement i think if you're doing that then i don't know dude that's too many um requirements and you might be single for a while way too much if height is what you're totally focusing on Mm. but i guess also mon and i are quite small i guess if you're quite tall then i can see why height is a important thing to you especially if you prefer the guy to be taller than you i know it helps a little bit (laughs) yeah it's very physical there of course that's when you just get to know them yeah i think it definitely moves on from that into their personalities what they're like as a person how they treat you um what they do but yeah i think when you just meet someone Mm -hmm. those features 
you can't lie. Like, they're there. You can't yeah. ignore them, right? Yeah. It just comes down to attraction at the end of the day. Yeah. It's chemistry. <laughs> exactly. Or well, types of guys. Because I think that Mon doesn't really have a type of guy. Just based on their history, there's not a certain type. They're all kind of different. So I don't think Mon has a type. But do you think you have one? Uh, I don't think I have a type, to be honest. Um, one of my co-workers described my type as trendy lads. I don't know what that is. That's so broad. Guess, yeah, they dress a certain way, but that doesn't really factor in. But he describes it as trendy lads who dress well and act a certain way. <laughs> I don't know, but I don't think particularly have a type or even like racially. I haven't been totally just Asian boys, mm-hmm. right? I don't think so. No, that's why I don't think you have a type. With me, it's very different because I think I do. Not that I, like, purposely seek out my type of person. I just think naturally I'm quite attracted to the same type of people. Um, And it's just kind of worked out that way. What guys Mm -hmm. are you into, Amelia? (laughs) Let me just clarify. Not that I'm, like, purposely seeking out the same type of guy. I think I naturally am just very attracted to taller Asian guys (laughs) that have that (laughs) and they all kind of have like similar personalities and similar types of humor um is kind of what I gauged from my type but you know I'm not discriminating or anything I'm open to all types of people it's just that's just how it's worked out so far okay besides I guess like particular guys what qualities do you usually look for in a guy? I like someone that is quite family-oriented. I mean, of course, not everyone um, might get along with their family for different reasons, but I do feel like I quite like a guy that's quite family-oriented, um, that cares a lot about like family and friends, quite ambitious, I guess, in life mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, just like an all-around nice person. Like, I think if you're nice... And you're just down to do anything, but you're funny, then you know that hits the yeah. spot. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I think the quality is, is outweighs the features. Yeah, okay. for sure. Like, what would you say your qualities are? Um, I think humor is definitely one of the top things I have. Like, yeah, it's very important. Yeah, you have to be funny. I think. I'm kind of funny, so... Yeah, that's why I'm saying one <laughs> thinks she's hilarious. That's why she's looking for a guy that also is hilarious. Or Laugh someone that's... Her own jokes. <laughs> yeah, Mon has a very lame sense of humour, so if you have a lame sense of humour, then you should hit her up. <laughs> you know what? It's great humour. You just don't understand it. Um, yeah, we do have pretty um, different humours, I think. And then I think I really want someone who's quite socially and politically aware of like yeah. things of like what's going on current news it doesn't have yeah. to be everything but like they know what's happening and they're not ignorant yeah of course, um, of course. That's important. yeah yeah i think that it's just nice to have those conversations mm-hmm. um, yeah yeah and like like you i think family orientated would be really ideal also and yeah, yeah. someone who's kind i think family oriented is really important to both of us because we come from I guess maybe this is where our Asian backgrounds come in is, you know, in Asian culture, like we've mentioned in previous episodes, it's all about family and stuff. And I think because we're both personally quite family oriented and family means a lot to us, we want our partners to have that same quality. So I think they're really important. Like, I don't think I necessarily want 
this guy to have like a wonderful family. Yeah, of, of course not. Because I know some people don't have the best upbringing, but I think it's more like they can treat my family yeah. with respect and well and try to understand like how we function yeah culture so and i think that's where it's like really nice to see yeah there's nothing more attractive than your partner embracing your family and trying to get like trying to understand your culture it's particularly if you both come from different cultures asian or not whatever um Mm. it's like important to learn about your partner's culture and i know that's very important to some people and it is really important for me as well i think it's not always easy right especially Mm. people are not from the same backgrounds. You just have to learn to embrace what they celebrate mm-hmm. or no particular holidays or what to do. Even like how you greet um Yeah, exactly. Your families, right? Like how you greet what you do when you are in their homes. I think it's too hard. I think one of the things I've seen at my family gathering is that the boyfriends are because particular aunties, uncles or cousins older, mm-hmm. you say there's a pronoun or what you say in like haka for me and um, it's important for us to say it so the guys have picked up on it or they've been told to say this instead yeah like, all the older cousins they say jijie yeah um which means so, sister. Like, yeah and if you don't say that it's kind of in a way disrespectful <laughs> yeah because it's so in small our, but it yeah. is I'm sure it's in most Asian cultures but you don't actually call someone that's older than you by their first name you yeah. have to add a sister, auntie, grandma, whatever that pronoun is before their name as a sign of respect. Yeah, so I think it'd be nice to see in a, in a guy who would do the same. I agree. Experience in dating. So, Mon, you, we've talked about a few apps. In terms of your ranking about all the dating apps you've been on, which one would you say is the best and which one would you say is the worst? Let's, like, rank them. Oh, suck. <laughs> <laughs> They all suck. <laughs> um, okay, if I had to rank them. <laughs> Jeez, that was not the answer I was hoping for. <laughs> okay. But I'm like, sure, okay, they all suck, but which sucks the least? You think Hinge sucks the least? Just okay. because I can put prompts on and it's more like I can see more who this person might be. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Um, so Hinge is like the one at the top. Yeah, I've been used it quite recently, and then I haven't used Bumble in a very long time. But I know Bumble is like the next level. Okay. Um, just because it gives girls more power to say hello first, and they're in more control unless randos message them. Mm Mhm. Yeah, fair enough. More empowering in a way. Mm Mhm. And then Tinder would be the worst. Yeah, just because it's just very shallow. And mm-hmm. I don't know, a lot of guys just ask for DTF. Yeah, but they don't have your DTF, then I guess Tinder's a great place. And there, and we do have friends that um, met their significant other on Tinder. So Yeah, for sure. It does work, but I think the success rate is a lot lower. I don't think I've had a bad experience on Tinder, personally. Like, I... I've seen people, but yeah, it's just in terms of ranking the apps, it'd just be my last one. There are other ones out there I haven't tried yet. Really? Um, there's Coffee Meets Bagel. Oh, okay. I've um, never Yeah, that. It's more of like a coffee thing. Um, oh, okay. Actually, two of my uncles actually met their partners from Coffee Meets Bagel, and they're like married and have kids. Oh, so it does work. Yeah. <laughs> well... For them, it does work. 
Oh my god, I just typed dating apps into the app store and a lot of stuff comes up. Our other friend uses Tantan, Tantan, Tantan. Oh, that's for like internationals, is it not? Yeah, for internationals, I think a lot of more maybe mainland China or just international students because our friend used that because he has a particular type. Mm. Yeah, he has a type. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he does a type. Oh, I mean, oh, I feel like yeah. back in the day, there was the only dating thing that I used to know about because it used to be on TV was eHarmony. But I feel like an eHarmony is just for oh, a bunch I... of old people. Yeah, I think it seems old. Or oh, ask another one mm-hmm. if we have any sugar babies out there seeking oh. arrangement. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, that's true. Like you could be wanting a sugar daddy. Like there's apps for that too. There's apps for everything. Okay, if I want to be funded. I think that'd be my go-to. You said that you haven't had any, like, bad experiences from Tinder, but have you had bad date experiences? I need to think about this. Like, Mon tells me about her dates, and I don't feel like any of them were bad. I think maybe they just didn't vibe in the end. Yeah, I think that's it. Like, I think majority of the dates I've been on, they haven't been bad. I think I've genuinely had a good time with the guy and getting to know them. Mm -hmm. I just... I don't see anything further. Or I guess I also am quick to judge sometimes. Okay. Um, yeah. But in terms of, like, ending, I've only had, like, i say maybe, like, two or three where it hasn't ended in the best way. And I think it's really down to just the miscommunication. Like, miscommunication about, like, what you want out of it? Yeah. So one particular one is someone I saw for a few months, I guess, which Amelia knows. It's mm. definitely a miscommunication where I think I was... I don't know if I would say I was shy, but I just didn't... I, would you say shy? I just didn't know what to... I think you were going with the flow with that one. But in the end, I guess, you were both kind of going with the flow, but going with the flow with different end um, intentions, I guess, like end goal, I guess you can say. You actually summarized that really well. Yeah, I think I kept going with the flow with that one. And, like, honestly, quite a sweet guy. But mm-hmm. I think, yeah, a lot of things going on. And I think I wanted definitely more out of that, for sure. Yeah. And he didn't. And I think we weren't really communicating our needs and wants quite well. I think if yeah. we did, it definitely would have ended on better terms. And not over text message. <laughs> so that was a red flag. I saw it from the beginning. Yeah. Um, like he was a massive red ended, flag. He was a like massive red flag. I mm-hmm. en- ignored all the red flags. <laughs> yeah. All those memes that you see about like girls ignoring red flags and stuff, that was one. Like, um, how long ago was yeah, that before lockdown? I, think. I had um, just like rose colored like glasses on. I did not see. <laughs> <laughs> And so many of our friends told her the same thing, but she ignored all of us. You know what? At least I'm not in it still. Like, I got out of it. Yeah, no, Mon did eventually, like, realise and started to see sense. So, he was a dickhead, though. Like, can I just say? Treated the best. And then this other guy I saw, I think it was just more like a one-time have fun. But I think I never really got the message clearly. Yeah. I need more signals and I need more like prompting or clear messages, but I didn't see the signs in that one. But that was technically kind of like one of the first ones. So I guess sometimes if it's not, 
ever happened to you before, then you don't see the signs. But now that it's happened, you can kind of pick up on the signs a lot quicker. Exactly. I think it's definitely over time, over experiences I've had from dating where I can pick up things a bit faster now. But I think when I initially was starting to date, um, a bit more background, this guy I was just seeing, I think we're on two dates, literally. But the second time we slept with each other. Mm. Um, and then he, yeah, he ghosted me afterwards but I didn't really realize the intention of our second date well as in I didn't really realize that after the second date there would be nothing else afterwards yeah yeah, yeah I, it's only I think a couple weeks later where I actually sat down with myself and I thought I was like hang on wait did I just get used <laughs> I mean yeah he was a dickhead okay he was also he was a bigger dickhead than the other guy like uh, I think he's number one for me. As, like, Mon's friend, um, only because, I guess, I was dating someone for a long time. I can pick up on those signs really quickly now. You know, being Mon's friend and seeing it from a third party, it's so hard for me to, like, sit back sometimes and not voice my opinion, be like, oh, I'm kind of concerned and stuff, because I guess Mon has to make her own mistakes in order to learn, and there's only so much I can tell her. And try not to say, I told you so too much. <laughs> yeah, Amelia says, I told you so right after everything ends. I'm like, oh, thank you. Like, then I never say it again, right? <laughs> yeah, it's true. But I definitely think overall, um, I have gotten better with dating and mm-hmm. looking out for particular things or signs that I shouldn't continue going on or continue even talking. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's just because I've made a shit ton of mistakes and like it's been only like a handful of guys but they've all had so many red flags i've just learned my lesson now i say that now but i don't know what happens next <laughs> let's be honest i feel um, like you'll be able to yeah. pick up on the red flags and especially if you want something more serious then you're not going to put up with those red flags yeah for sure and i think i know myself a bit more now from dating so i do appreciate the dates i've gone on because i've learned so much about how i am as a person or yeah. how I act with another guy mm-hmm. um, and like what I can work on but yeah it's been an experience there are definitely like red flags I kind of can pick up yeah. on better not the best but better <laughs> yeah I mean we're all gonna make mistakes in dating and stuff the other yeah. thing that I thought we would bring up is ghosting because I feel like a lot of people ghost people nowadays and I personally don't think it's cool it's a huge red flag um yeah i don't think it's cool like i've done on my part to be honest so Um, this is the difference though right like i think that if you've been seeing someone for a few months and i don't know you've been on a few dates maybe you've slept with each other and it kind of feels like it's getting to the point where you might potentially be girlfriend boyfriend and then if you ghost them right before that happens that is a big no like no 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 because there's feelings involved and you're hurting someone else's feelings but like i guess ghosting after you've been talking for a few days i don't know does this make me a bad person i don't think ghosting after a few days where there's no feelings attached whatsoever i i think that's fine i think it was an issue but amelia has reassured me it probably isn't and i think i've learned to come to terms with that i think for my part it was just more like I've been talking to someone for even a few days and I was just like Yeah. Shit, I don't want to talk to them anymore and just end it like that. So mm-hmm. that's I guess that's not really serious ghosting. 
Um, yeah, because you didn't lead them on, though, right? Like, you haven't, like, no. gone on a date with them, you haven't led them on and then ghosted them. It's That's true. It's just, like, yeah, like, Mon really just had a conversation and she doesn't vibe with the guy and she stops replying. Like, I don't know. Am I a bad friend by telling her that's okay? <laughs> I think it's fine. But then, like, I've gone on a date with this guy, and after, I think it was just after lockdown, mm. and we just didn't text each other at all after our date. And I think, I guess it is ghosting, but I think it was just a, a quick mutual understanding, a yeah. silent mutual understanding that we both just didn't vibe. And, yeah. Because like, I, I didn't text him, he didn't text me, and I was just like, oh, this is perfect. Great. It works out. I think that's yeah. fine, right? Like, if I think if he was to text you, like saying, "Oh, that was a great day. We should do it again." If you would have not replied yeah. to him, then I think that would be wrong. But both of you didn't message each other. Kind of have that mutual understanding that maybe the like you just didn't vibe very well. Ghosting. Do you think guys ghost girls more or girls ghost guys more? I want to say. Yeah, it's probably equal. It's a balance between the girls and the guys. Yeah. Just because it does take two people to tango and dance and talk. So it's definitely not more one than the other. But yeah, I think it's also like really dependent on what everyone really wants out of the dating part, right? Like if they're after something more serious or something more casual. And Mm -hmm. I think the ghosting really happens when the needs are not really aligned. Like, one guy wants more casual, for example, and a girl mm-hmm. wants more serious. And the guy's like, ooh, like, I don't want to settle down. So then, like, ghost. Next one. Yeah, that's true. I think that's so horrible. If you've, like, been seeing someone for a few months and you suddenly don't vibe, like, I don't know, what will adults here just tell them that you don't vibe with them and then say that you don't want anything more instead of not replying? Because then the other party's just left wondering, like, did I do something wrong? Should I message them? It's just not great for the other person. I agree with that. I have done the good thing in telling the guys, hey, like, yeah, you got, you're so nice, but I don't really see anything further than this. And I think they really appreciate it because they don't have to continue trying anymore. And it gives yeah, them exactly. like that message to just you know, move on and it's okay. Like you're not doing anything bad. Yeah. And at I least they know. Appreciate yeah, I appreciate if a guy would do that to me. Also, if we just didn't vibe. It doesn't leave anything in the air. I think people have relationship issues sometimes just because... Um, oh, yeah, for sure. People aren't telling them why this ended or why we stopped seeing each other. And it makes you mm-hmm. question a lot about, shit, um, did I do something wrong? Or what's wrong with me? Or did mm-hmm. I not pick up on any signs in the relationship? And it just creates trust issues, I say. Or they can't be the best selves when they go on to other dates because they might have all these thoughts from their previous relationships or dates they've gone on. I need to be aware of this now because last time maybe I did this and that's why like, Sky didn't talk to yeah. me. Which sucks. But I know it happens so frequently and it's happened to me. Like, I think I'm kind of in that bubble too where I'm going to go to the next one and be like, hey, I'm going to yeah. be like more hyper aware of what I'm doing because, like, maybe I'm not being this or doing that. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. So if you're a ghoster, don't do that. Like, that's not cool. Yeah, <laughs> just tell the girl or tell the guy. Be like, hey, I don't see anything working out. It's not on you. It's just I don't see anything further. But, like, you're an awesome person. And then move exactly. on. Like, that's it. Exactly. Yeah. And then you don't have to feel like a shit human being. Yeah. I think 
just say it i think as you get older it's definitely easier it's like hard when you're starting to date and like mm-hmm. early 20s late teens it's just like there's so much going on out there but i think with the experience you definitely get better in communicating i yeah. think yeah it comes with time yeah there is a huge difference between dating in your 20s like your mid-20s i guess like are we mid-20s yeah Oh, oh god. Can we say early 20s? <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're in our early 20s. No, sorry. <laughs> I jumped the gun a little bit. We're in our early to late 20s. Not like early to mid 20s. So I guess that's very different to like maybe if you're borderline turning 20 slash 21. Um, I guess there is some For difference sure. there. What other red flags besides ghosting do you think we should pick up on or be aware? See, this is really hard. I need to think about this question. Red flags. Oh my god, I don't know. Maybe it's like on their first date, they always talk about their previous relationship. I don't know, that feels pretty red flaggy to me. It mm-hmm. depends on the context, I think. Yeah, if you were to like yeah. constantly bring it up, I think it's kind of like, uh, why do you want to keep talking about your previous relationship? I don't know. Like obviously when you move on to a new partner or whatever, you're definitely going to talk about your previous relationship. I think that's completely normal. But like I don't know if that's so much like first date conversation. I don't really think that is a first date conversation. I think it is only if you both do have an ex and you guys just want to talk about it together. But in terms of first date opening starters, yeah, then I don't think that is a yes for me. Yeah. What are the red flags? I'm just trying to think because I feel like when I see it, it, yeah, I can pick up on it. But like having to think about them on the spot is really hard. I think it's more of how like the guy acts. Maybe if he only messages you in the middle of the night. I don't know. That's pretty red flaggy. I don't know. I'm pretty sure he's down to fuck and only down to fuck. Like, if he doesn't reply to you during the day or he doesn't start conversations with you and only messages you at night, late at night, then, yeah, that's a red flag for me, I think. Oh, yeah. I think that's a red flag if it's just at night and nothing else more than that. Mm -hmm. Um, I also like to say not responding. Mm-hmm. frequently i don't want messages every hour like calm down i think not responding to someone for a, a few days is yeah. like a red flag for me well now it is <laughs> <laughs> because it's annoying for one yeah. number two i think it just creates uncertainty and makes the girl or guy insecure because mm-hmm. they're like hey like why aren't they responding yeah. Um, is something going on? It makes them also quite concerned about you. But if you're busy and you can't reply, like, I don't know, just be like, oh, sorry, I was busy or I was doing this and this. Like, I just think if you reply every few days, maybe that's a sign that you're actually not interested in that person. Yeah, and it makes a person feel like shit. Like, why are we even talking, anyways? Um, don't waste their time. Definitely like a waste of time. There are definitely a lot out there. It's just so hard to think of it on the spot. But if Mon or one of my other friends were to tell me like about their interaction with the guy, I would be able to pick it up so easily if there was red flags. I would be able to pick it up if the guy's genuine about you, purely by like the way that he acts when he messages you. I don't know. I feel like I'm quite good at that stuff. Yeah, I think there are obvious signs. But um oh, I think another red flag uh, I don't know if it's one, but emotionally unavailable. Yeah. Is that a red flag? I guess it's a red flag for a long-term relationship if they're emotionally unavailable. Like, if you're both looking for something serious and they seem like they're very emotionally unavailable, then, yeah, that's a massive red flag. But if it's, like, casual, 
Actually, I guess for dating, it would be a red flag too, especially if you're hoping that that date will lead to something more serious. But yeah, yeah. I would say emotionally unavailable is a massive red flag. But not as necessarily, like, sometimes people are emotionally unavailable just because, like, something's happened. Or maybe, like, yeah. their last breakup was quite not that long ago. Like, I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. I think maybe that they need more time, perhaps. Plus, everyone's going to have their own different types of red yeah. flags, right? Like you've mentioned. Yeah. yeah, I think overall dating red flag is just... Very there personal. are common... Yeah, they're common factors, but it is quite personal and subjective depending on your own personal experiences. Mm-hmm. Overall, I think is the message. But I think key takeaways from all of this is communication. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think communication yeah. is so important in all aspects of your life, not just dating. It's just so important just to communicate, just so the other person knows where you're at. Yeah, but it's easier said than done, I think, from my own experience, just because everyone's so, like, dancy-prancy when you're first chatting. So they're, yeah. so they're not actually, like, themselves. Then yeah, but that's, real- I know, I get it, but also it's like, why waste people's time? Like, I don't know, for me, I think it's quite attractive if a guy knows what he wants and he could tell me, like, straight off the bat. Like, if you want something casual, just tell me you want something casual, you know? Um, if you want a relationship, tell me you want a relationship. I I don't know. Maybe I just have a lower tolerance for time wasters where I just prefer you tell me. I don't need you to be, like, beating around the bush. Does that make sense? Yeah, I agree with that. I think that's definitely who you are. Yeah. And I think I'm slowly going into that category. It's just yeah. taken me some time because I think for so long I was just happy to just experience dating. Mm-hmm. Like, I really wasn't there to just, like, lock someone down or to be locked down it was just more like let's see what's out there it's like browse the market and mm. my tolerance for bullshit is definitely smaller yeah and it's definitely like yeah i don't want to waste my time and if this is not going anywhere then like, let's move on you know what i mean like i'm mm-hmm. we get so busy nowadays i don't have time to like continually chat and like yeah do I don't know, small talk. Even if you're not actually looking for anything particular, it's actually just nice to know that the other person is not looking for anything in particular as well. Like I said, communication doesn't necessarily mean like communicating that you want something serious. It's like, it could just be communicating like, hey, I just want to like have something really casual. Like, are you okay with that? And the other person could be like, yeah, that's fine. Because at least you're on the same page. Yeah, if you're on the same page, then it makes easy. everything yeah, way easier. And I think there would be less horrible dating stories altogether. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, one is right. It's easier said than done. I mean, that's why not everyone can write down communication on their, as skills in their resume. <laughs> <laughs> that's so different to dating. <laughs> I feel sure, like in like, that's life, the same, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I feel like just in life, it's just so important to communicate. It's like the same, like at work, communicating like clearly, I don't know, maybe I'm just... I think I just have the communication part down pat that for mm-hmm. me it's quite easy. But I yeah. can understand that like people that are probably not great communicators or are still working on it can be quite hard. So yes, I do understand, but I guess from my point of view, I'm just like, it's not that hard, everyone. Just be honest. But that's because you're more of a straightforward cut to the bullshit kind of yeah. girl. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not there. <laughs> Reflecting on that is probably not as good. I feel like sometimes you can intimidate people. Because it's like, oh shit, she knows exactly what she wants and 
maybe I don't. And that can make you feel a little bit intimidating because it might make you feel like, oh, shit, I need to know what I want to and stuff. So I think there's good and bad things to it. It can be intimidating yet very attractive. Yeah, it's such a fine balance. <laughs> yeah, it just depends how you're saying it. Like, it can be, like, really hot. I'm like, damn. Or it can be like, geez, you're blunt. <laughs> yeah. But I think from all the dating, I've just found some really good places to eat in general. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the best part about it is just yeah. eating, finding good places to eat. Mm-hmm. One last question that we might end the episode on. First date, do you think the guy should pay or do you think you should split it or the girl should play? I'm saying this now, but I think we should split. But I feel like everyone says that, but then the guy always yeah. offers to pay. Yeah, for a long time, the guy <laughs> always offered to pay and was just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And I got free meals. Huh? But then <laughs> over time, I really tried to offer to pay. Yeah. The guys insist on paying, and then I try to get back with them with like maybe ice cream or dessert or yeah. a drink, wherever that leads to. It's like um, splitting. I think, right? Yeah. But I think it's the gesture of offering to pay. And I think for the guys, from what I've heard, they appreciate you just offering because mm-hmm. it shows kind of a bit of who you are as a person. And they appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, some guys have been like, I can get this, but you can get this next time. And it's actually really smooth because it's signals insinuating to... a second date. Yeah, it signals like this is going really well and there's going to be a next date. And I think yeah. that's it's a great way to engage. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. But also I think from first dates, I like have learned that I prefer coffee and lunch dates. Than dinner. Over dinner and drinks. Really? I guess it depends on... Yeah, okay, fair enough. Personally, just because I think, well, go on dinner days and I just find it so serious. Yeah, I get what you mean. Because, like, nighttime it just feels a little bit more serious. But I guess it depends on your lifestyle as well, right? Like, I yeah, can imagine if you're... that's true. Yeah, like, I imagine if you're both working during the week, you can't exactly do, like, weekday lunch dates, but sometimes yeah. you don't really want to spend your weekend on a lunch date does that make sense like i don't know yeah you make a good family and friends so yes I, I can see where you're coming from i think i would prefer a lunch date too but i think it just depends on the schedule yeah it's true i say that but it's a schedule issue to see who is available and when you're available but ideally i think i would prefer a coffee and lunch date just because it's more casual and mm-hmm. i can cut it short if i need to <laughs> no, but like at night time I feel like you can cut it short. It's like sorry, my last train's at um ten. <laughs> yeah, that's clearly you want to get out of it. <laughs> then how would you Yeah, I think this is something that some people struggle with is and I think it's something I would struggle with as well. If the date is not going very well, how do you end it? Like, oh, time to go? <laughs> get your friend to call you? <laughs> like I said, I haven't had a bad day. Yeah, I think it either is, like, should we go? Or you go for a walk after, like, your meal. Yeah, you can pretend to have plans, I guess. I think it's the best way to get out of a date, especially daytime dates. You can be like, oh, I have dinner plans yeah. with my family or friends. And that, that you can get true. out easily. Or I have to do this errand or go to the post office. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go to the post office before it closes. Sorry. <laughs> but, like, with dinner and drinks day... I think drinks is a bit tricky sometimes just because there's alcohol involved. 
And it might um, lead to something. When I'm buzzed, you're just having a good time anyways because the alcohol. You forget if it's a guy or you.、Um, yeah. Yeah. It it's always, very hard to distinguish. Can, yeah. It can lead to something. And then dinners can lead to dessert. It's just, you know what? Ideally, lunch and coffee date. But I guess with nighttime, you can be like, oh, it's getting late. I should go. You can use that. It's true. It also can be romantic having dinner dates, but I guess it depends. How much you like this person, end of the day, right? How much you really get along. Yeah.、And、if you like them, you're just gonna spend more time with them, and get to know them. So yeah, it's all very subjective for、mm-hmm. everyone in this whole like conversation. I think dating、yeah. is very like personal. You, what you like doesn't mean like the other person will like, and what、yeah. you prefer could be yeah, different. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, like all dates are different. Like this episode was drawing on our personal experiences and our opinions, so. You know, you may agree with some things we said. You may disagree, but I think that's what's fun about this episode is like listening to someone else's point of view. Yeah, I don't really have a rich dating experience, but it's still fun to talk、yeah. about. It's fun to talk about, and it's fun to laugh about it now. I don't think it was fun to laugh about it then. You're too stupid. Too stupid. Oh, I'm so stupid. And like, I wish you told me that. And then like, I told you. I'm like, ah.、Oh. Yeah, you did actually. Yeah, I should have listened. <laughs> so yes, that's a perfect note. And if you're going on a date, you should listen to your friends because I feel like sometimes it's just important to get a third party opinion. Yeah, listen to Amelia. They are very smart. <laughs> like, also, if you want to make mistakes, then go ahead, make your mistakes. I think it's really important. Yeah.、Um, to learn from them and then to grow from them and recognize that. I think that's. Really important of the dating I've done, just to、mm-hmm. like know, and yeah, and, yeah. and just remember, first time's a mistake, second time's a choice. Oh, that's a really good quote. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Like we said, this is our last episode of this season, so we hope you enjoyed something a little bit more light and fun、um, compared to our previous few episodes. And we'll see you all now next season soon. There's a next season, so tune in for our season two.、Mm-hmm. Um, not sure when that will be announced, but look out for our social media. And yeah, yeah we'll see you soon. All right, bye. Bye.